Hey, it's Nadia. Hey, it's Steph. And, and you're, you're listening, listening to Finding Hope. So this week, we decided to talk about um, kind of like childhood trauma or the things of the past that kind of keep you know, popping up now and trying to deal with it now, whether it's like in dating life or just in life in general. And just, you know, I think some people have reached out wanting us to talk about depression, anxiety. So I think we'll talk about, you know, dealing with some of those things, coping with them, what we do to deal with them and what we are doing to try and just move on from the past and not letting it affect now. Yeah, you know, people literally literally don't understand like all the little things and how they can trigger you in your everyday life. especially growing up like it's it's crazy it's wild like there's so many times where like I had to stop being friends with people I had to remove myself from certain environments Mm -hmm. certain relationships family members family like talking to people like it's just crazy and it's I think too is it's like sometimes our bodies know something's wrong before we know something's wrong oh yeah like our energy is I get anxiety attacks or like I'll start feeling really, really anxious. My heart will start racing. And I'm like, why am I feeling like this? Mm -hmm. And then I start to think about my surroundings or if someone's yelling around me or someone, you know, is arguing around me and it starts to trigger me for some reason. And I finally started to be able to pinpoint things in my surroundings that are making me feel that way. And and, and, and what in your past? It's making it is, me, is reminding me of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's it's sad, but, like, I think it's not talked about. You know, people say that they, you know, other people have to throw around the word anxiety, but it's very, very real, you know, and I think in the developmental stages of us when we're younger and we're learning things, and during those times, if you're, you know, hearing your parents yell, scream, throwing things, or even being hit, it, it could trigger you as an adult because you oh, think that you've got to be in like fight or flight mode. Like, absolutely. do I have to run and hide? Do I have to do this? Like, you don't know how to react. I, I think as an adult, like recently, um, I won't say who, but someone threw something and was like yelling and was angry. And I was like, I had, I had to run and go to the bathroom because I was like, why am I feeling so anxious right now? Like, I know that they weren't yelling at me. I know that they weren't going to throw something at me. But I got so scared, and I'm 25 years old. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's just like something recently. And you know, I I think that I've had to learn my coping skills. I've had to learn my signs of when I could have an anxiety attack or when something's triggering me. And removing myself is very important. Very important. You to, you need to protect your peace. Exactly. You need to calm your body down, and you need to figure out. Okay. What do I have to do to make myself feel okay? Yeah. Because if I would have stayed in that situation, I probably would have looked like the crazy person who started crying or, you know, started. Or or reacting, reacted, throwing stuff back. Right. Exactly. So I think, and I've even recently gotten into a little um, argument with someone who is in a, a bigger role than me. And I, you know, he was yelling at me and I was yelling at him and I like had to literally stop myself this is actually today actually and it was at work but <laughs> i had to like stop myself like this is my boss like i can't i need to watch stop myself to i need to bring myself back because it was like fight or flight mode and you're disrespecting me and i felt like i had to defend Protect myself yeah 
And I had to really reel it back in that like, Nadia, you're at work. Like, this isn't your mom. This isn't your dad. This isn't, you know, so like somebody else that you could just talk to like mm-hmm. this. But he put me in that position and I felt like, okay, what? It's, a, I, I, it's, a, it's a downfall and an upside to that because it's like, all right, you need to respect me. Yeah. I'm actually setting your boundaries. employee. Yeah, yeah, I'm setting this boundary and you're not going to disrespect me. Yeah. You need to talk to me the right way. You need to... To, to be a, a human right <laughs> and understand that we all have emotions exactly. and you're you're treating me inappropriately but yeah. then again it's like it's a no, work environment you have to be professional yeah. even if he's not being and this is where it like comes into being the bigger person mm-hmm. but again it's those triggers it's those triggers from me growing up being yelled at being screamed at being talked at and as an adult i've like vowed to myself that i won't let anybody talk to me like that and i mean to an extent i don't think i i, I don't think i was wrong I knew when to remove myself. I knew when I was getting ready to go too far with it to keep, you know, going back at it with him. And I removed myself. You, you gave him a little taste of, hey, you you triggered me. Yeah. And I'm going to let you know, like, <laughs> I know exactly what you're doing. And I'm going to let you know I'm not, I'm not, you know, appreciating it. But I'm going to walk away. Yeah. Because, yeah, this is my job. You are my boss. But you, you there's you that respect to, to an extent. It's mm-hmm. like, I'm not going to be a doormat. I'm not going to allow someone and that comes with anything now I think Absolutely. up until a few years ago I really found my voice in standing up for myself I've had my friend who was like I wish I was like you that like I could just you know snap back and defend myself in an appropriate way and it, it honestly it's like, taken well, me a while it's yeah. taken me a while to get there because I used to somehow overreact I would overreact I would you know say too much and that's where I think like today where I finally was like I need to know my I need to know when to shut up, yeah. when to walk away, because if I overdo it, then I'm a problem. So it's like learning that balance. And she's like, it's just the way that you put people in their place, but you do it in a way that, like, they can't really say anything. You're, you're nicely, I, I, I'm, I'm confronting you nicely. Yeah. Listen, I'm going to kill you with kindness. Exactly. I'm, I'm going to let you know that you ticked me off and right. you put me in a position that could have been way worse. But I'm going to let you know, like, hey, honey. Yeah. I'm sorry, babe. I'm, this is not what we're going to do. Exactly. Um, and, and we're going to move forward and don't do it again. You right. know what I'm saying? Because I've been in so many situations, the same thing. And it's like, there's so many people in my life that I could have confronted. I could have. Yeah, listened. we talked about one of them last week. <laughs> Went ham on yeah. somebody. And it's like, okay, I am the bigger, excuse me. I am the bigger person. Um, I know where you stand in my life. I know certain boundaries like I know that you crossed a certain line and I know that that is that there's a circle around my trust with you now and that's it that's yeah. okay because you know I know what you did and we're just gonna move on it's a, I think it's about acknowledging it like acknowledging yeah it. I think to me is it's like if someone does me wrong or someone you know does something to me that I don't like or I have an issue with I'm the type, let's have a conversation no, about, about it. it. I don't need to harp on it. What I don't problem? need you to, I don't need to pour salt on the wound. Like, no. I'm not going to make you feel horrible. I'm not going to try to make you feel how you make me feel. No. But we are going to acknowledge the issue. And that's what a lot of people don't do nowadays. Mm-hmm. A lot of people like to just, okay, let me exit, right? Mm-hmm. Let me exit. Let me just push it away. Some people just don't like confrontation. But no, yeah. like, we're grown. And yeah. regardless of if you don't like confrontation, you don't know how it's making me feel. So you're triggering me deep down inside. You're a like you're 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 giving me a sense of anger or abandonment or whatever it is. So like 
If there's a problem, let's talk about it. If there's not a problem, that can still be mentioned in that conversation. Hey, there's no problem, but this is what's going on in my life. So there's an understanding. So do we move forward with our friendship, relationship, whatever it is, or do we stop this? And hey, there's no beef, there's no disrespect, but we laid it all out on the table and now I can have some kind of closure. Yeah, I think too what's important nowadays that most people don't do is validating people's feelings. Uh Because it's like, we can have differences of opinions. That Mm -hmm. is okay. We we are two different people. We are all very different. We're all very unique. But what's important is acknowledging those differences and accepting them. Mm -hmm. And if someone, like, I used to hate when I would get my feelings hurt by somebody. And all I'm doing is explaining how it made me feel. And to them, they think that they did no wrong, so I don't have a right to feel that way. And it's, Mm -hmm. you're completely incorrect. I have every right to feel how I feel. Whether or not you intentionally did this to make me feel that way, it obviously either triggered something from my past or it just triggered me in general. in general. And that's okay. I My feelings are valid. What I don't like is nowadays, and this generation is, people are just so quick to defend themselves or defend what they believe or what they think that they don't leave room for the other no. person. Mm-mm. And that's not right. You know, a simple... And a, and a lot of people are oblivious to what they do, right? <laughs> you know, so that's, that's like the same thing, like okay, let's sit there and have a conversation because if I did something, I don't know it. And I can be oblivious to to whatever I did that may have made you feel this way. Or regardless, you know, you're making me feel some kind of way. So I'm sorry for making you feel this way. That wasn't my intention. And I never want you to feel sad. And go on. Yeah, and you move forward. And that's what's being an adult. But I feel like so many people struggle with leaving room for another person. Like, you know, that comes with selfishness and um you know things like that and it's like they don't leave room and I think that's where relationships and friendships struggle because of things break the fall apart yeah so I think you know going into us talking about like dealing with depression anxiety and coping I think it's just very important to you know learn your triggers learn yourself I think this comes from a place of you know you're going to therapy you know, talking to somebody who you're close with, reaching out to somebody who you think might understand or have went through something similar and using them to help you. And, you know, and that's okay, you know, using them to help you to get out of that. Because some people, you know, like even me, for instance, I have a lot of my friends who reach out to me constantly for advice or just to, to be an ear to listen. And I'm happy to do that. So if you have someone in your life that you, you can reach out for that, do it because that's a way of dealing with your anxiety and depression is by communicating and relying on someone. And and it's, and, and it's a lot of like accepting too. You know, a lot of people throw away, oh, what is, what is anxiety? That's just an excuse of you feeling some kind of way or, you know, all this, you know, downing emotions and things like that. Um, but it's, accepting that everybody has a trigger in them everybody in some kind of way yeah. has anxiety everybody in some kind or of way has ptsd not, yeah even if it's not anxiety or ptsd it could even be triggering to anger sadness you know there are different there are a ton of different emotions that people can feel that something from their past or even something that happened presently that triggers them to make them feel a certain type of way 
and you and you have to you know like you said learn it yeah figure it out what it is even if you you, you know it, no matter how long it takes whether you have to go to therapy whether you have to sit down and go through your life you know yourself like hey you know what are certain things that happen in my life that kind of made like you feel some kind of way or certain memories that i don't want to go through again so on and so forth and you're like oh okay you know accept that right you know because everybody has gone through that whether the level of um you know how how, how it was extreme it is or not yeah, yeah. It and can, then it can just, be anything and then just like you said learn how to cope with it and then learn what kind of people or environments you cannot be around right because there's a lot of environments that trigger that for right. an example like growing up you know mm-hmm. everybody picture perfect family yeah. Steph's family is so perfect it is it was so much fun mm-hmm. but behind doors it was crazy it was chaos it was wild my mom and dad would fight every other day and i'm not talking about no regular fight babe like i'm i'm and and this goes back to like me being a toddler my son's age Mm -hmm. with my parents fighting one getting in the car one trying to leave the other one standing behind the car thinking our parents gonna get ran over because they're not trying to let the other one leave spitting in each other's face screaming throwing the stuff at each other all of this stuff and then the anger would like be with you know outside of them and it would build up you know there were four kids in the house so it would come on the children you know they were so strict and then and i'll admit this you know like having struggles like with me and my mother's relationship like she had me at one years old in high school Mm -hmm. like i was one years old sitting at her, her 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 high school graduation and um, she was young, and then she started just have to all her kids. Yeah. So she didn't really kind of like live her life. And growing up, even I tell you this, I was a good kid, and I didn't do a lot of bad at all. Maybe I like have a smart mouth mm-hmm. <laughs> in a way, but it was I feel like a defense mode. Um, but then you know, my mom would yell at me. My mom would call me out of my name. My mom would curse at me. My mom would hit me. Listen. My mom used to have her nails done every two weeks, every Friday or whatever day she would go, fresh, freshly done nails. When I tell you, like, she would squeeze my face when she's talking to me, like, a, I was a little nails. fishy, yeah. digging her nails in my face. Like, I remember that. Yeah. And so currently, like, if I'm talking to somebody, right, or whatever, friendship, you name it, I'm not going to let you talk to me sideways yeah. you're not going to raise your voice at me because immediately my it's PTSD, like you go back. You my go pressure back is building up yeah. on my chest and it's I'm, like the little kid in you yeah. that you feel like you like you have to protect have to yourself protect myself. that's scary yeah. like don't yell at me don't curse at me mm-hmm. i've dropped so many people out of my life mm-hmm. for cursing yeah. at me like like not even just like a joke joking way like cursing at me when you're talking to me you're confronting me speak to me like i'm a human speak to me how you want me to speak to you regardless of how you are as a person you have to take enough you know accountability of other people's emotions and feelings because you can sit here and and go crazy go wild this is how i talk you're cursing at me it doesn't doesn't make it acceptable yeah Yeah. i think i've even cut off certain people in my family like 
put like close immediate family members who within the actually over almost a year ago I stopped talking to for about six to seven months mm-hmm. because we had gotten into such a bad argument that I was being screamed at, I was mm-hmm. being called out of my name, I was threats were being made against me to be thrown out of a window. Mm-hmm. Like and it got to a point where there were accusations being made against me that weren't true. Mm-hmm. And at that point I had came to a place where I was like Obviously, you guys aren't going to hear my side of it. You're going to sit here and believe the worst of me. You're going to sit and talk down on me, call me out of my name, say all these horrible things about me. I cut them out. I yeah. said, you. I, I was like, I don't care if you're this, type, you know, my relative. I don't care that you're this person in my life. Like, at this point, you're not going to talk to me like that. And I started demanding that respect from people who were close to me who weren't used to that. They were used to being able to walk all over mm-hmm. me and do those things. And I was like, no, I'm no. not doing it. Cause it was triggering. It was yeah. triggering to me from when I was younger and I never got to defend myself. I never got or had anybody to defend me or do those things. And it was like, I had to put up with that. I always had to keep my mouth shut. I used to get my ass beat. Like if you've listened to my podcast before you like, in the earlier episodes, like I talked about how my dad used to beat my ass, like, and the things that I went through with my parents, like, it, it was tough. And when I became an adult, I put up with it for a while. I put up with the abuse from a relationship, from my family, and it got to a place where I realized, yeah. wait, I can, I can demand more, and, yeah. and it's okay. Yes, it is absolutely okay to put people in their place and to demand respect you're going to respect me mm-hmm. you're not going across these boundaries and if you are that's okay if you want to treat me like i'm a piece of crap guess what mm-hmm. i will gladly exit and i will give you that space that you're asking for yeah you and i think too that comes from a place where like i'm saying like you really have to learn yourself and what are your triggers what makes you upset because i think even people who try to jump into a relationship and have lack of respect for the other person or are super argumentative or just super angry or upset all the time or depressed, those are things that you have to work on as an individual and to figure out what you need to make yourself happy because no other person in this world is going to make you happy. You have to be your own happiness. And I think that's what people struggle is they get in a relationship and they wonder why it's toxic because they're relying on that other person to be their happiness when in reality you're miserable on your own yeah you know no one's going to be that source of happiness and no relationship is going to flourish or go anywhere or even be a healthy relationship if you're not even you know figuring it out for yourself yourself. yeah like i I, you have to find that peace within yourself you have to find that happiness and you have to forgive i think too is it's like so many people hold on to anger and hurt from their past i really had to learn to let that go yeah like i I, let it go not for them you know, not to say that it's excusing anything that happened to you. No, no. It's that forgiveness is for it's you. It's for you. And, and letting that go because at the end of the day, you keep letting that hurt affect you. You're going to be miserable the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, does that fix what happened yeah. in the past? No, exactly. It doesn't. Right, right. So it, I feel like it's, you know, finding that peace, like you said, forgiveness. And just knowing, you know, what what you're going to deal with and what you're not going to deal with. Yeah, and setting those standards for yourself, but you also have to, I think some people go into, you know, relationships or friendships, unrealistic thinking that if 
you know, they treat someone a certain type of way that they should be treated that way by that other, mm-hmm. another person no. or they think that they, they're owed something. And it's like, you can't go through that expecting people to try and like pour into you, but you're not pouring Pour into yourself. yourself. Like, yeah. it's, it it's a work. balance. It's a balance. It, it, everything comes within and then the people that you are around also have to balance you out as well. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it's adding, I think it's adding peace and happiness into both and both sides. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be just take, take, take. And then I, I feel like a lot of people right now struggle with, um, you know, all of their PTSD and, and things from their past. I'm like, I can't do this and I can't do that and I can't breathe. And it's just like, when you find peace within yourself, you will find that other person. And when you know that other person is quote unquote, the right one for you or right. the right friends for you, they will bring peace to you. You will feel happiness inside of your heart. If you are around people, whoever it is, family, friends, partners, you name it. If you do not feel the the heart inside inside of you basically glowing when you're with these people or weight lifted off of your chest, these are not the people for you because they're going to bring you back down into all these other different of emotions and that's it yeah that's where coming setting those boundaries mm-hmm. and taking yourself out of those things that trigger you i think are so important and it's not to say that you need to cut these people completely out of your life mm-hmm. it's just knowing when where they stand yeah and it's like and also knowing when to remove yourself i recently hung out with two of my relatives a few days ago and these are relatives that i have a really really hard time with you know with certain things and i honestly avoided conversations or hanging out Mm -hmm. or going around them for that reason and recently hanging out with them things are going good you know things are going good we have conversations and then like an hour in there's it starts turning it starts turning into the conversation where i was like all right i'm getting i'm getting overstimulated Mm -hmm. this is where shit's gonna hit the fan and i knew when to remove myself yes and i made it known i said this was a great time. I had a great time, but I this is my cue to leave. And that's exactly what I said. And it was by no means to hurt their feelings. They are very aware of my boundaries and they are very aware of our issues. So it was respected. Mm-hmm. And I just it's like, just time to go. Yeah. It's it's just my time to go. Exactly. You know, I, I was I was this I was here, I, I was came, here. I gave you my time, we got mm-hmm. and I'm grateful for that time. I'm grateful that I got to see them. But again there just comes a point where you have to know your limits because it does no one any good when you know you're getting towards your limit and you know you're getting heated you know you're getting to a point where you're going to start arguing and you know you're going to say something that you shouldn't say remove yourself yourself. because at the end of the day you can try to blame the other person for triggering you you can blame the other person for this or that but you have to take accountability for your own actions and for your what you do and i've realized 90 percent of the time you know, it, the thing is the reacting to it mm-hmm. that creates the problem to be bigger. Because if I just keep my mouth shut and if I or if I leave, then there's no issue. Exactly. Had I would have stayed, I would have been contributing to the issue. Yeah. And that's that comes with really like learning yourself and being, and help, being held accountable yeah. and, you know, just being very self-aware. I think some people aren't self-aware. They don't realize what they contribute to the problems. And they just are so quick to blame the other person, mm-hmm. so quick to put it on somebody else that they did that. They got me to that place. They got me that angry. 
No, you allowed you allowed them to, to get yeah. You allowed them yeah to cross that boundary. You allowed them to step into that place and make you uncomfortable. Yeah. You, you you allowed that. And 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 don't get me wrong; those people are are are, are not right for you know going past that limit and triggering you know knowingly. Right. Because most but of that's the time, that's what would have happened had I not been self aware mm-hmm. of myself and reading yeah. the room reading the conversation the energy and had i not when it started to switch up it had i not been aware i would have i would have sat there and it would have got to that point it would have got to that point and it would have got to the point that it gets to every single time Mm -hmm. but i had to finally learn what am i contributing to this you know and again people are so quick to point the finger at somebody else and it's like you know what that's who they are at this point you know if it's your relative if it's somebody you still want to keep in your life you have to accept the fact that you can't change you can't change people and these people have all these qualities built inside of them that's who they are and And you have to and if i love you i still want to be here put that little timer in your head it's an hour as soon as you feel like you're you're heated up and your nostrils are starting to flare out and you're shaking your head it was funny because one of my relatives that was there was like don't even start and i was like oh Okay. See, yep. <laughs> this is where this is where I this have to my go. So, and you yeah. know what? A lot of times, listen. A lot of times, you don't even have to um, make it a a, um, a a point to say, okay, this is my cue to leave. Yeah, you don't have to. I'm just, definitely just, ready to say that. Yeah, but, yeah. Because you know, I mean, that could have that, contributed and was, to, and to it. Could have, but too. I was just like. <laughs> I mean, yeah, and see, this is you where know, being held accountable, yeah, you know? I didn't have to say that, but at the end of the day, I was like, see, I did my effort. And but I think you, that was you like, had self-control to yeah. not contribute to whatever the conversation was yeah. to remove yourself. But I think, too, but acknowledging then, it the way that I did, like, it wasn't to be sly, but it was also like, see, this is where our relationship together yeah. starts to, you know. I feel like a lot of times, because I, I, you know, I, I say this probably every episode, but me and Nadia are so much alike. It drives me crazy. That's why I feel like we're twins. You, literally, I feel like if you listen in the beginning of my podcast, I hope you do because then next twins. week that you can listen. Because yes. even just hearing some of the stuff you said, like I think it would even shock you on actually, actually what happened. Yeah. And it's like me as a person, like there, I get hot. I get hot mm-hmm. and I'm like, and this is why, and this is the, and this is why, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and but sometimes it's not, it it's not worth it. It's not worth it. It's not necessary to prove your point because, especially if it's people you already having conversation the with, same conversation you're like, you had it twenty times, I, and it's, it's not getting through. You know what you're doing. You know this ain't right. This is not what we're supposed to do. Yeah. I, you know that when I, when I get quiet. Mm, when I get quiet, that's when don't talk to me. When I put my shoes on, yep. when I grab my purse and my phone or whatever it is, yep. hey baby, go get your shoes on. Mommy, mommy's ready to leave. Like yeah. it's time to go. Yeah. And and after all them twenty thousand conversations we done had, you know I'm exiting, and, and you need to sit on it. Yeah. That needs to settle with you because yeah. why after, is she leaving? Why, yeah. You know, and then make them think about it. I think that's where like. Yeah. Let these other people use their brains sometimes. I just know? feel like some of them don't know and, how. And, and a lot of them and, don't even and, have and a brain. it's funny. <laughs> to me, it's not even the fact of like them needing to even acknowledge it. I think for me, it's like, it's just showing me how much I've learned as a person yes. and how there's just so much. And it, it'll give, it give you so much. Yeah, it, gives me, it makes me feel so much better like, that I'm, I'm in it, that place. Like, dang, 
I really am a big person. Like yeah. I'm a grown girl. I'm a big girl. And honestly, like that one comment I did make about okay, this is my cue to leave. Like I didn't need to make that. But at the end of the day, if that was like the big like the worst thing I said, then I'm proud. Then of you're proud of yourself. I'm proud yeah. of myself because listen, I knew where that conversation. Girl. I knew where that conversation was gone, and I was like, <laughs> okay, um, I so I'm gonna make this it. Like love ya. Gotta go. Gotta go. But I think that's what's important with, you know, depression, anxiety, triggers, any of those things. It's so important to learn your body, learn your mental. Like, I fully believe in therapy. People Mm -hmm. might think it's, you know, crazy, like they don't want to talk to somebody. But the way that I explain it to people close to me is that it's just like working out. You know, you go to the gym and you work out to take care of your body. When you go to therapy, it's working out your brain, working out your emotions. And that's how I describe it to my friends who have been so against therapy. I have two of one of my like closest friends recently. My one friend that's been with them probably the last six months, I had been talking to her about getting into therapy. And she was just like, no, like I'm not going to sit there on a couch talking to somebody about my feelings. She was super against it. I explained it to her that way and she's like, you know what, like, that actually makes sense. And I'm like, yeah, because you have to understand if you're not working through your thoughts, your emotions, it's, it's going to build up and it's going to start coming out into other areas mm-hmm. in your life, whether it's relationships, whether it's your job, whether it's your personal self-esteem. Exactly. Like you're going to start deflecting from the real yeah. issue because you are trying so hard to avoid dealing with it. Mm-hmm. One of my closest guy friends. He was in the military. He was so against therapy. He came recently sat on my couch for hours and we talked. And I'm like, listen. I just gave you a therapy session. Yeah. I'm like, did you hear that? Did you see him? Like, do you feel better? I was like, do you feel better with the advice that I just gave you? Do you feel better talking about your emotions? Mm-hmm. And he goes, Yeah, I go, that's therapy. That's therapy. I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, and I'm like, I'm telling you, if you go and you talk to somebody who is going to help you work through these emotions that you are having a hard time with. You're going to feel so much better about yourself. And I, you know, people can think that therapy is so negative, but honestly, I commend people who take the time to like actually work on themselves mentally because and, and it's consistent huge. with it. Yeah. It is, it is huge. It's a big, 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 big thing in life. And, you know, a lot of people will sit there and say, you know, I can't do therapy. It's really expensive. I can't do this. And honestly, so I went to, I've, I've gone to therapy, I'm not in it currently, um, because I found certain ways of coping with things mm-hmm. and, and finding a way that actually soothes me. And I want to say this, like, go to therapy and do what you can. At least even go for five times, sessions. Yeah, even yeah. like a few times, it's like, you know, just to get the feel for it. Don't be so close, mentally closed yeah. off from it. Open yourself up to the possibility that it can help. It can and help even you. if, like you said, go for a few sessions, because... You might learn in those few sessions just something that literally can just help you, snap you back into being more self-aware. Having someone, like, I think, too, is, like, if you have friends who you do something crazy and your friends are like, nah, you are crazy, like, that's fine. And it's enabling certain behaviors. And you don't see it being an issue, but then you sit down with a therapist and they're like, yeah, no, you're a part of the problem. And it's like you're not self-aware and if you're surrounding yourself with people who are enabling certain things yeah. about you then that's not that's just hindering you from becoming a better person yes absolutely so it's like that's why i think therapy is important it's important to become in tune with yourself 
sometimes it's hard to be alone. You as well. Yeah, be and alone. even if you having people around, yeah, but being alone too, I think, is important because you become you stop listening to the voices around you and you really yes. start to listen to your own, and you become so in tune with yourself that mm-hmm. you're like, okay this is what makes me do this, this is what makes me react like this, and you start to become aware. That's 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 my current stage right now, mm-hmm. <laughs> being alone. And I'm not alone alone, like I have people, but I take a lot of me time, a lot of alone time. I will go and I will sit on the couch, and I will just, I won't turn the TV on, I'll put the candles on around me, and I'll just sit there and I'll think about everything that's happening. See what you know. Yeah. Is there anything bothering me? What did I do? Like what triggered this? It, it it don't even have to be about anything bad, but just having that alone time to be able to process and your be thoughts with yourself. and think. Yeah, like maybe me. You know, I went the other day and I put a blanket on at the lake and I laid down at the lake and yeah. I'm like just looking in the sky and it's just clearing all of the thoughts. It's out so of good journaling, writing. Reading, reading, yeah. I think too is it's like I used to think that that was like you know lame. Like I did, I didn't like it. I it's wasn't so soothing, but it is, it, and it's taking you away from reality for a little is. bit. Like even me, is it's like I feel like I I'm busy. Like asking me in life, I, I'm busy all the time. I'm always mm-hmm. doing something, but I've really learned lately the importance of stopping, yeah. stopping and pausing and enjoying the moment. Yes, I think so many people are so you know, there's so much happening in life, there's so much going on between work, this, that, like, you're always on one thing to the next. All we have are them pictures and videos, but mm-hmm. did we really, like, take the time to be in that moment? To, to, to literally live in the moment and create that moment. Exactly, and I think like, that that's feel it. so important, mm-hmm. and I think so many people are so caught up in other things that it, you're just, like, going like, on autopilot sometimes, yeah. and yeah. I think that's where it's, like, me, like I like going to the lake. I have a hammock that I set up. I'll just sit there listening to the water. Or even if I don't want to do that, I'll sit in my car and just watch yeah. the water and listen to music and just be with myself. And it's so important. And I think that's honestly what has prepared me to like be in the relationship that I'm in now. Is it's like I know what I need to plug in. So wait, hold up, y'all. Because <laughs> if y'all can, if you can see the face that I just made. Like he, and he just like, 
he looks at me and it's like, but that's what makes you such a good such person. A good like he, but that's what makes your heart. That's what makes you, you. And it, it's not something that he sees as a disadvantage, like yeah. or like a baggage or anything. And yeah. it's like I've never had. He's he literally, and and and, and I'm saying the L word, but it's not even you know whatever in love whatever. But he loves you for you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, like. He knows the flaws, which he knows everything. He knows everything, and he's like, like, this is what I want. I want you, and I want you. I want the raw you. I want the raw, the natural. You witnessed that. Everything. I did. I witnessed it last week. When you told me the Listen, listen, y'all. Hold up. So we we went to a concert. Mm -hmm. We're out eating some food, you know. And a bad situation happened. It's it's 2 o'clock in the morning. A bad situation. Happened. I was crying. She's crying, and I'm like, "Oh my God, I'm lifeless. I don't know what to do because nothing I say is gonna make you feel better." Yeah. But it was girl, a sad situation. We're gonna but... eat some food. Yeah. We're gonna. Everything is gonna be okay. Mm-hmm. And so this man, listen, y'all. We are sitting at the table. I'm sipping my my sprite. She got her water. She's crying, and I just so happen to turn around, and this man turns the corner, and he is like on a mission. His the look in his eyes is just like, oh my god, where is this girl at? The sense of care and concern and love, like, oh my god, I need to go to go reach this girl. And and I was like, when he went to the bathroom to wash his hands, I said, oh my god, the care in his eyes alone, trying to find you to to make sure that you are okay. I was like, girl. I know. That's it. <laughs> I know. I literally like two o'clock in the morning. Two o'clock running and you running. I know, and it's just so crazy because it's like in that moment that like what happened is like something that like with my family things that I'm very insecure about things that I struggle with that I feel like I was never gonna find somebody who would take the time to understand or even accept my past mm-hmm. or even my current situation with certain family members. And when he walked in, I was like, what? Like, I wish you would have saw his face. Oh, my God. You probably would have cried even more. Yeah. Because I was like, mommy moment. That's him. <laughs> that's him. <laughs> I, no, literally. And honestly, it just makes my heart so happy because it's like. I didn't even. Guys, I did not know what this man looked like. Okay. I did not. <laughs> I, I kind of did from like an old school picture, but like I did not know that it was him. Mm-hmm. So when, when when I saw and I looked at her, I was like, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so go ahead, relationship. You no, know, yeah. It, it feels like it's something out of a movie, which is crazy. It's like I just didn't think that this I was ever going to experience this. I yeah. was sort of like, I got to a point like a few podcasts ago, you guys heard me say, like, I felt like I was going to be alone. Like I was very insecure about my past, the things that I had gone through. That I was like, this this just not gonna happen for it's, me. It's like um, your person comes unexpected. It's God's you're time. Not, it's God's time. Yeah, you were honestly. not searching. You no, were not. I had thoughts. and God was like, all right, you, you finally you finally gave me a chance. Yeah, you so let me do it in my time. Yeah, and honestly, and I mean, God, uh, what? it was a week later. I know. Is that crazy? And it's just like, I think I fought for so long, me trying to find my person, me trying to date, me trying to, you know, my wants, my things, the things that I thought I wanted, like I wanted to make certain relationships work so badly because I thought I wanted to be with that person. 
and then here he comes out of the, and even when we went on our first date, like we went with intentions of like reconnecting as friends. Yeah, yeah. And when I tell you since the moment, like just seeing each other, like it's just been something undescribable. Literally. But I'm very happy. I, I used to hate when people told me, like, it happens when you least expect it. Give it time. Stop looking. I used to hate when people would tell me that. But honestly, now, like, I'm grateful that all those other, you know, dates and things like that. I'm grateful. Well, none mm-hmm. of it worked out because right now I'm so happy. He makes me so happy. Does I'm your happy. heart, like, flutter? Yes. I get a text message. Like, look at like, like, y'all. Can you see her? <laughs> If you can picture the cat off of Alice in Wonderland smiling right now, Dang, this is what Nadia looks like. Her smile is, and her her face is so red right now. Oh my god! Her smile is like ear to ear, and I'm not joking. My best friend told me when I told her about him, she goes, Nadia, I've never seen you like that. No, she goes, Nadia, I'm so jittery. And yeah, like, I know, just so happy. Like I just can't even explain it. Even with any other relationship I've been in, I'm telling you right now, I've never felt this way. And that's what's crazy to me. And, and just honestly live in this moment. Oh, I'm you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm not rushing moment. anything. Don't rush it. Enjoy it. Let the, let the smiles and the flutters and the experiences, let it all flow. Like, yeah. Let it flow genuinely. I'm literally, and that's where I'm like, I'm just letting things Y'all unfold. got that bond. Y'all yeah. got the, the, the friendship base. You know right? told me earlier? No. He was like, I, he called me before work, and I texted him, and I'm like, you know, I'm just so happy that you always call me before work. And he said, you're really my best friend for real. And I was like, I was like, you're mine too. <laughs> like, and just hearing that, it was like, no, but we really have. But you, like, you guys really do have a history. And you can even use this for another episode. Oh, yeah. Because it, it, you know, it, yeah. it, it deserves to be, you know what I'm talking yeah, about, totally because the yeah. history behind it, and it's like, it's this is why it's it's so comfortable with you guys and and just just so living in the moment because yeah. so many people just are so dominant into trying pushing, to make things push make the this wrong thing work yeah. and and this is what I want and, and it's so, what you think you want and it, it shouldn't be like that like, should, I, 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 I want to feel yeah. soft I want to be soft I want our love to be it should I be want natural. our friendship. I want to be yeah. able to laugh. Like, I want all of that. It has to be natural and genuine because it ain't going to work. And if you keep trying to force it, if you, if I'm telling you right now, if there's anything that you're trying to convince yourself in a relationship that you can convince yourself to try and, like, you can accept this or you can accept that, I'm telling you right now, the guy that I'm with, I, there's nothing I have to convince myself of. And I think that's, like, the difference. Something that I'm not used to is that everything about him it's just there it's just he is who he is i am who i am and it just happened naturally and it still is and it's like i'm not in any other relationship or anything else i was constantly trying to convince myself that i can just accept this mm-hmm. or i can put up with this this isn't that big of a deal it that should that should never even be a thought in your head when you're with like a, the person that you think you want to be with like it should just be like wow it's just we just mashed together like yeah and everybody has their seasons, and yeah. everybody has their days and their times, but you know deep down inside, like, okay, this is the person that I want. Yeah. He wants me. And this is what you want. You don't have like, to question, yeah. does he like me? Does he want to be with me, too? Like, there is not even a thought in my head about that. Like, it's like, just it's like, like he doesn't, 
He gives me reassurance, and I don't even ask him. Yeah, and that is that is like beautiful because yeah, <laughs> that's what I, I, a lot of people just don't don't understand how important that is. Yeah, and when it just happens naturally, like I think before any other dating or my last relationship, I was constantly asking for that, constantly needing mm-hmm. it, and it's like for the first time, I'm like, I just it's know. Weird. Yes, I just know, like, okay, he's like, he's not one person, yeah, like, he's not one person, like, and it's weird, like, to, like, he even told me, like, I did for a second, like, I was like, there was something that happened, I was like, oh, like, is this where, like, I thought it was too good to be true, is this right, and he was like, no, he goes, I want you to know that, like, you can be secure with me, like, I'm not going anywhere, no matter what, and it was like, for him to tell me I could find security in him, you know, obviously, I think in every situation, especially people who have been through a lot of trauma, you're going to have your guard up. He is breaking my wall down <laughs> really fast. Naturally. It's no. He, and that's he's it, not yeah. breaking that wall down. Yeah. Your wall is naturally coming down, going down. And it's and crazy how it's happening because it's like, I don't even think, like, I, at first I was like, is it happening too fast? Like, am I just, like, should I stop myself? And I, I really sat with myself and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to just let it be what it is. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to expect this. I'm not going to prepare for this. I'm not going to prepare for the words. I'm just going to let this be exactly what it is. And honestly, I have found so much peace and happiness in that. And it's been great. Yeah. A lot of times people are just like, oh, yeah, it's too good for you. Good luck. Yeah. Oh, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, but have a good conversation. Peace out. Yeah. This ain't real. <laughs> Yeah, but no, it, it, that's beautiful. That's yeah, good. I'm really, really grateful. And you know, you found your keys. You yeah. found, you and it, it took me, and that's where I say how important it is to really. I even think this podcast has helped with that, like accepting my past, accepting what no. I've gone through, and just really, really finding myself, my happiness, what makes me happy, what I need to do for me has made me such a better person to even be in a relationship. And I think that's what's important is figuring all of that out first. Mm-hmm. And then I think when I finally put that place, that's when everything else it, it, it all falls in place. place. Yeah. Literally. So, yeah, I think just just do that, you know, just try to find you, find, find yourself you. before you find somebody else. Please find you. Please. Because the, the, the best and, thing and you can do is Even if yourself. you're just on the path of finding who you are, you are creating that peace within yourself and you're creating that love within yourself. If you do not love yourself, you're going to accept whatever anybody hands to you. If you're truly going to just not bring in somebody that's really going to bring out the best in you and the best in your relationship. Right. Period. Exactly. And I think that's exactly why I named this podcast what I said. Finding hope. Like, it's it's about finding that. In everything, in every yeah, aspect in every of your aspect, life, yeah. whether it's, you know, coming from a horrible situation from the past, coming from, you know, struggles presently, it's something that, like, is very important to constantly seek out. Seek out yourself, seek out hope, and when you find it, it'll, it'll get You're going to know. Yeah. I feel like you know. Like, after, you, after you've done, been through so many different things in it's life, just like, and you know... You know when somebody's energy and aura is like yeah. is that safe person. You right. know, you you just know oh, it's yeah. there. It's, it's crazy. It's, it's yeah. there. Yeah. Like y'all, I'm single. 
<laughs> and nobody has ever like I I can't find I, yeah. I cannot. But that's the thing is you have to like you have to stop looking for it. No 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 no. Uh uh girl. I yeah. I'm listening. You ask me and I'm yeah. like uh, nope. I think it's when you really invest in yourself and you and that's exactly what you're doing. Keep investing in yourself, keep investing in loving yourself and that's when the time is right when the right when the time is right it'll happen. And yeah. honestly, like I that's where I had gotten to a place where I was like, you know what, if it happens, it happens. It happens. If it doesn't okay. Like yeah. you know, I had accepted that. And yeah. I think it's when you get to that place and everything else is going good. It's, it, it's it's that place where, you know, if it comes, it comes. I'm not Forcing it, I'm not searching for it. Yeah. It's, it's just gonna come. Like you're for if you're forcing it, like it's not gonna genuinely be. Yeah, exactly. So I think that's what the takeaway from this is. I think that's continuing to do this podcast, like living through it's not to say that even right now that like my life is the greatest, like right. that I don't have real life issues still going on. Because that's that would be unrealistic mm-hmm. and that would be, you know, not being real. I still have issues with, you know, my work environment. I have issues with certain family members. I'm still going to be constantly facing things, but it's keeping that positivity and really, you know, appreciating the good going on. Balance. Yeah. Balance. Yeah. And, you know, those things are rough, and I hope they get better, but at the end of the day, it's life. It's life. It's life, and there's always going to be something, but it's about finding what makes you happy, surrounding yourself with people, keeping faith surrounding yourself with people who make you happy and just really just trying to stay positive and not take anything for granted mm-hmm. and i've always said one of the quotes that i love is you know appreciate everything but expect nothing yeah oh yeah oh i love it right it's in my office it's yes. in my office it's been i love the best quotes yeah. and it's literally like that's how i've lived my life because at the end of the day if i'm not accepting anything i'm not going to be disappointed you're not going to be disappointed and, and that's one of them oh my god can you bring me that? That's one of my favorite quotes. Yeah, I love that. I literally tell yeah, you that. You don't, you, you don't get disappointed. You have, you have expectations. But yet you're, you're going to be let down. Always. And if you expect I mean, things yeah, from other people, yeah. it's okay to have like standards and things like that. But, but if you expect yes. something, you're going to pass it because not everything is going to meet up to your expectations. And, and, yeah, not everybody is has the same thought process as you, as you, you know, the same expectations right. of their own. But if you appreciate the good and you appreciate instead of setting these expectations and dwelling on the negative or the things mm-hmm. that you want that you're not getting, but if you're taking everything good out of your life and you're appreciating it, I'm telling you, you'll be so much more happy. So happier. much more. So much more happy. But I think this is probably where we'll end here with this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I think next week I kind of want to dive more into getting to know Steph. Um, on whatever she uh, is willing to share about her. I mean, a lot of you, if you start listening to the beginning of my podcast, you hear about my story and things like that. And I don't know what Steph would be willing to share. Um, We'll probably go over that. And just so you guys can kind of get to know her more besides what we've already talked about. And kind of just giving you a platform to let people get to know you on a deeper level with whatever you're willing to share. I'm open. (laughs) As 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 growing up as an to you know to be an adult and a mother, I'm really open to a lot of things that I think people could really like even from, you know, new listeners who have come on because Steph has been on here, I think, you know, getting to know her on a different level and her whatever she's willing to share 
it, it can open up to people reaching out to you mm -hmm. who probably wouldn't expect to relate to you. Mm -hmm. So, um, and also I know within whether or not, I know next week we'll probably do that kind of episode and the week after that, um, I am going to be having on a special guest who is um, been a friend of mine for years and he has come forward with wanting to share his story. You know what's crazy? Somebody just asked me to come on. A couple of well, males. A couple See, males. And, I th and this makes me happy because, you know, it's not talked about. The things that I've talked about early on in this podcast, sharing my story, sharing my trauma, these are things that haven't been talked about and, are, you know, have been. I've even heard recently that some people in my family are like, have you heard what Nadia like, opened up about? And... You know, it was kind of like people being offended. But you know what? How many? How much this has helped other people is tremendous. And it's like, tremendous. and by me talking about it, by me having these difficult conversations, by me talking about the things that people don't want to talk about, it's sad how common it is. But people are told to keep quiet. People are told to hush. People are told that, you know, it it makes you look bad. It makes you look weak. Uh -huh. No, you know what? We're no, this is just holding you. Exactly. And this is where I'm coming to bring this platform. And I'm hoping that this starts some type of, mm -hmm. you know, thing to, to help people come on here and share their truth. And, and that's what my intentions have been since I've started. And, 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 and afterwards, hoping that they feel relieved and yeah, feel like and a butterfly. Like, and it's like they can let go of that. Yeah. And I think having a platform to do that and giving this to people giving to a safe space exactly. for people to to be open and yeah. say yo this is real life stuff yes whether you you know what i'm going through or not this is real life stuff and, and giving people the opportunity to feel comfortable to actually sure. release yeah and, and that's where that's what with starting this where you know the name the title finding hope i want to be able to give that to other people you know and i am grateful this guy had reached out to me like in the beginning of when I first started and he was very hesitant. I had reached out to him again just to see and he it took him a while and when he finally came forward and was willing to, you know, talk to me about sharing, it made me happy, you know, like I want to be able to give people a voice to help other people and I think even with men, it's such a, you know, stigma that like boys don't cry, men don't cry, yeah. you know. Men go through Scratch things that. too, you know, yeah. and they are allowed to be vulnerable. They're allowed to have emotions. They're allowed to cry. And I'm so tired of I'm that so not being good. like, yes. you know, you have a son. Like you yes. are raising him to express his emotions, Absolutely. to be that, you know, and people, men are looked at like as weak when they, you know mm -hmm. what? I commend men who literally express themselves Ooh, this and communicate. Could be a whole different, a whole episode because That's listen, yeah. that creates. A, a closure in people, yeah. a wood in people, and they don't, as you get older, you don't understand how to express yourself. Mm -hmm. And it's sad. And, and it's and sad. The, the way that you, you put them in. Yes, the way that you act, the way that you treat others, like, treat no, women or women. It is react. okay. It just, yeah. Men can cry. Men can have anxiety. Men can feel sad or, you know. They feel emotion. everything we feel. We're human. We, have, we all have hearts. Yes. Brains. We all need the same. Like, come on now. And that's where I think. Finally, like I'm just so excited. I'm so happy for this podcast is going out because hearing the people who want to share their stories, who want to come on, I'm I'm excited. You know, I'm excited for what's to come. You know, some of these conversations are going to be very difficult for people, and you know, but 
I'm just excited for the growth that I feel like some people are going to feel after getting it out. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, again, I hope people continue to reach out, get feedback, if they have questions. Today we kind of talked about something that one of our listeners have, you know, asked us to talk about, which was the depression and anxiety. And I really, really hope this helps her. Um, I appreciate her reaching out and giving us a suggestion. Um, and again, if there's anybody else that ever wants to come on to share, we can start making, you know, a schedule for certain people since I know yeah. you just said yeah. we have other people that have reached out to you. Um, or if there's just topics or there's questions that you guys want answered from either of us, you know, reach out to us on social media. But I think that's where we'll end here. And I look forward to next week and hope you guys listen in. I'm going to have a, a, an outline for yes. this one. <laughs> All right. I'm excited. All right, All right, you guys. Have an amazing holiday weekend. Stay safe. Stay safe, please. Enjoy yourself. Live your life. Live in the moment. <laughs> Live in the moment. If the air quality is down, or well, high. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, if the air quality is bad, please don't be, be safe. afraid to wear a mask. Yeah, you know, be stay safe. inside. Make sure you're taking care of your health. Yeah. And everyone be safe. Have a good holiday weekend. And we'll see you here next week. See you later. Bye. Bye.